And I'm Dan. And it's After Work, where we talk about the things we do after work. Yeah, not that boring stuff in the middle of the day. Like what? Like how I go around collecting fireplace embers. Really? Yeah. Tell me more. I collect them. I trade them. How do you keep them embered? Oh, I haven't figured that out yet, so I have to drive really fast. Like, once they're in my car, the truck in my car, I just gun it to the next chimney that's got some fireplace that's got some embers that needs to be taken from. Chim, chimney, chim, chimney, chim, chim, chiroo. Okay, I can't talk about that from our door. Oh, yeah. Hey, Dan. Howdy, howdy. I uh, witnessed the not only worst driver of all time, maybe worst human being of all mm, Nah, because Hitler, right? No, you can't say that. Or the podcast okay. is over. Okay, worst... Human that you know. Non-logical seeing, cannot, spatial reasoning's the worst. So I'm driving along. I'm driving along. We'll, I'm going to Burgerville. We'll get to that. We'll get to Burgerville. Driving along this narrow street here in southeast Portland... And one car can easily fit through. One and a third car can come through. Okay. Cars parked on both sides. I'm driving through. A car's coming at me. But there's only room for one of you. There's only room for And a third of the other. There's one. only room for one. So as a driver, you look ahead and you say, hey, well, there's someone coming at me. Uh, so they moved over to the Burgerville, drive, to the driveway where, of the Where you want to go. Where I wanted to turn. So I put my turn signal on to go in front of them, and he angrily got he got mad at me because I went first. He's like, hey, you can't just turn left in front of me. And he honked his horn and he shook his fist at me. And I'm thinking, there was no room for you on this street. You couldn't have gone first. What are you thinking? You're, you're not riding a motorcycle. All right. So the, they've made a poor choice. They're angry. <laughs> They're angry at me for no reason. And, and it upsets You're me. clearly innocent in this matter. Yeah, that's the worst, man. People get angry at, like... That's clearly the worst person ever. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Anyways, worst person ever. And then what did they do? And then they, they kept honking while driving off. And I was confused. I was like, what are you doing, dude? You felt bad, though, inside. It hurts like, when people honk at you. Why would you expect you to get to go first? I know per- person going forward usually has the right of way to someone turning left. But I'm turning left into a gosh darn driveway. Gosh darn it. To get out of their way. To get so out of their way so they can continue moving forward on their journey in life. That sad. being That's said, a sad That being said, uh... Huh. Burgerville. Some sweet deals going on at Burgerville. Some savory deals? Some savory deals. Okay. Right now, I went to get two small, uh, four small cheeseburgers, two for me, two for my 10-year-old son, and some french fries for my 7-year-old. Okay. And I say four small cheeseburgers, and the guy goes, hold on, sir. I know you want four small cheeseburgers for $10, but what if I offered you five for eight dollars and i said you got it and you said i'll take (laughs) ten you got it so anyways i ate three small cheeseburgers because two of those were for you yeah two were for me two were for him and then there was an extra one a couple hours later my son oh where's that extra cheeseburger (laughs) so i ate it so okay nice anyways run on over there 
Not I've, me. I've now with inflation hitting. Is that a good price? That's a good price. When I was in high school, they were ninety nine cents each, so they've doubled. Yeah, but in the last so were years. Big Mac, not big, and so were Whoppers. They've doubled in the last eighteen years. It's uh, in price on sale, but like a regular regular one of their burgers is like eight dollars, like yeah. a regular size. But these small ones are pretty good if you get two or three. Somehow they used to be the same price as a Whopper, but the Whopper was on sale. Yeah, but Burgerville's known for having, you know, quality local ingredients. But now Whopper's like $6, yeah. $7. Yeah. Whopper's, Whopper's far surpassed the small cheeseburger at Burgerville. That being said, now that I've got both of those things off my chest here. Dan, we got any emails? Oh, we do. We do have some emails. Uh, Afterworkpod at gmail.com if you want to get in on the email action. Never mind that weird noise in the background. Gentlemen. This is from Andy. Andy? Gentlemen, I present this photo from the end of a day that started at 3.30 a.m. Oh, that's too early. I didn't figure I would drink a fifth of Maker's Mark in two days, so I got this tiny bottle. And here's a picture of a, oh, I, I assume, a 375 of Maker's. First time Dan uh, showed me a picture of showed me that picture i was like dang that box of donuts is huge because it's a little bottle next to a box of donuts and i thought that was a gigantic glass that's why i thought that glass was so huge now everything makes sense it's back into perspective and i was beginning to think andy's was like andre the giant size (laughs) right that hat next to it it's a huge hat it's a huge hat and so uh it looks like a box of crumble Cookies, okay. perhaps. Cookies. I know about that oh, crumble. Is that a national chain that we just recently got here? So I think, I think so. Good choice on the crumble cookies and the maker's mark, Andy. Excellent. Mm. I approve. Anyway. I haven't had maker's mark for a while. It's good. Uh, besides like the gut burners that you like to carry. I'm sorry. None of the, re- I haven't had a regular maker's mark. Uh, eighty well, percent maker's mark. The cast strength that you've handed me. Well, maker's mark doesn't make eighty percent, so okay, you'll 70, be safe. Seventy-four percent. Um, one hundred and forty-eight proof. We're gonna have some maker's mark. For, uh, maker's forty-six cask strength this weekend. Oh yeah, we are. So gut burner. I'm sorry, Brooks. The You're gut gonna burner. have to have a gut burner. Yeah. Uh, we got another email. Another email. Another email. This one is from Andy. Andy, twice. So we saw that box of cookies. Oh. This. Follow-up. Cookie review. <laughs> Let me guess. How many hours after the first uh, been drinking his maker's mark? Hold on. Well, how many days are between the September 30th and the October 2nd? Uh-oh. Is that two days? Is there a 31st? No. That's two days. Yep, two days. Okay. Two days later. Cookie review. Gentlemen. It took me two days to eat a whole box of crumble cookies. I feel like I can't send you a photo of a box of cookies without some explanation. (laughs) Who bought a bunch of fancy cookies? Here are my thoughts. Chocolate chip? Not bad, but easily the worst of the cookies. I can make better. Pumpkin spice? Gross, but better than the chocolate chip ones. Okay. Raspberry jam? Awesome. 
but messy. Mm. Pink sugar frosted. Pink sugar frosted. Fine. A little sweet for me. We know Andy's not a sweet tooth. Yep. Yep. Uh, lemon. Awesome. Lemony fresh. Peanut butter. The absolute best. Ooh, wow. Now, I'm just going to look back at that box, and I swear I saw... In the skies and the don't do that. Fire. No. I don't want to pay royalties to... Uh, yeah. I, I swear one of these looks like um, cinnamon roll, but maybe maybe that's pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice. It's probably pumpkin spice with like cream cheese frosting. Anyway, so we know when it's time. Andy loves peanut butter. Oh, more than anything. Yeah, didn't he suggest I get some peanut butter whiskey? Is that how I ended up with that? Could be, maybe. I'm not the bit like I like peanut butter. Mm-hmm. I like Reese's, obviously. Reese's the, peanut butter cups. But I don't like a ton of peanut butter in my sweets. Cookies? Peanut butter cookies, not my favorite, to be honest. I'm trying to think. I'm a mood eater, you know. Like, I'll eat peanut butter cookies. When I'm I'm at the bakery looking at cookies, like, what mood am I in? And what mood am I in that makes me pick peanut butter? But why would I ever pick a peanut butter cookie when there's chocolate chip or sugar cookies or... You know, I'm, I'm never picking peanut butter, never. Well, see, I live, I live by the emotions. I'm an emotional eater, like I said. You always show up ready for the best. I sometimes, you know, feel bad, and I gotta be like, all right, Brooks, you're looking a little chubby. No chocolate chip cookie, peanut butter cookie, healthy. Because that's healthy, healthier. I'm like, all right, that's what I should be eating. No, it's lunchtime. So you take the peanut butter cookie and the raspberry jam cookie, slam them together. Oh, man. It's basically just a sandwich. Genius. Genius. Okay, we figured that out. Anyway, and that would wash it down with some Maker's Mark. Classic 45% Maker's Mark. Wasn't there some contravesty? What? Wasn't there a contravesty a a while back? Oh, Maker's I, Mark used to be like 47.5%. I think they bumped it back to. I think they tried to change the proof. They were like from 45 to 40. Probably and and people was revolted. Like, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> For the same price. Right. And everybody's like, wait a minute. And then they're like, okay, we'll put it back, but we'll raise the price. <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> That's what they wanted to do the whole time. I, like, why would you change? Why would you make something worse? And leave it the same price instead of just making it more expensive. Probably because the most most of the people couldn't tell the difference between 45% and 40%, like 90%, but it's that 10% that does all the complaining. And that's why they put they put it back. You not you not believe me, Dan? No, I I believe you. The loudest people complain them. The Those people that are like, yeah, yes, the baby body vibe. And I'm like, it tastes the same. Well, thank you for that cookie review, Andy, of what I can only assume are a box of crumble cookies that cost $5 each. To, I mean, sometimes treat yourself, man. Treat yourself. Feeling like a big shot. And that's when you go out and buy yourself some 
some cookies and you eat it over two days. Mm-mm. No, he ate it all in one night. He just wrote the review two days later. He'd been contemplating for two He gave himself 48 hours to, to think about it. Hey, Dan, how have you been, man? I've been pretty good. Um, so I'm getting ready for our whiskey night coming up. Oh, yeah. I ordered a package of giant ice cube makers. Well, uh, ice cube trays, if you will. Like the big the like three two inch, inch th- or two inch two by two inch, inch guys. Two inch cubes. Am I supposed to get the three inch ones? Because I didn't. Well, what? Two inch. What do two inches fit into? We usually drink out of the more voluptuous uh, glass. Yeah, no, you don't glasses. put ice in those. These go in the, the the rocks glass. Okay. Even though we don't use rocks. Maybe. Hmm. It's this whole whiskey. Uh, situation we've been doing whiskey night for how many almost coming up on four years i think you said that before i looked it up it was like 2019 end of 2018 okay so maybe next year it'll be four years next year i don't know what we haven't drank in i actually i actually uh (laughs) yeah (laughs) i actually texted uh david today uh one of the original threes the uh yeah og you me and he and to say, hey, man, what haven't we had? Because I have no idea what to get. Oh, you don't have to bring anything. Can I Can I find some Maker's Mark 40% you don't vintage? Have, oh, that would be awesome. That two-year vintage? You know, it would be cool if you brought a, a, a Dusty of Maker's Mark from the, like, 80s or 70s or 60s or something. Mm-hmm. It would be awesome. We could find that. Or if you're saying you got some some big ice cubes... How do you feel about a, a signature cocktail, Brooks' signature cocktail? You want to do a signature? I mean, is that something that somebody would, people would like? Oh, yeah. I mean, think about it for one second. Signature cocktails. I'll just have <laughs> the, to. The reason we stopped doing signature cocktails is because we got above, like, five people. Yeah, because yeah. a signature cocktail is making, uh, well, I mean, there's only, like, eight, nine people there. Your sister's coming down for this one? Yep. Which is going to be cool. Uh, all the way from the great city of Seattle. The Emerald City. Emerald City. And, yeah, so there's a lot more people, which doesn't mean it's hard to make nine or ten cocktails. What it means is everybody's had nine or ten whiskey tastes. And then here So comes. now you're going to make a cocktail on top of it? Yeah, so maybe in the middle? What about to start the morning or no, but start the night? Here's the problem. With a cocktail when people get there. <laughs> Just start it off. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Get everybody going. What if it's a shot? What if it's a drop in your drink? Okay. All right. No shots. It's one of those like kamikazes. There's nothing to do with whiskey. We got sake. Oh, what? Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, uh, Aperitif? What 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 is the thing you like that cleanses your palate? It's usually like a a wine. Hmm? No, isn't it like a wine, like a sweet wine or a tart wine? What is the thing that you that you have to to cleanse your palate? What do you eat in between? Or Lemons drink, or drink? Limes? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know, man. Okay, I'm going to get to it. I'm going to do some research before Saturday or I'm just going to buy another bottle. I got I got some some notes from from, from David. David. We'll see. I'm gonna go to the store if they have it. If not, shots of 
Seagram Seven. Start out with the <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Seagram Seven. Just... What do you have to do? Uh this this time you're providing dinner, I hear, and football. You I've hired, hired, I've, you've hired, hired some, some teams to play. Some gentlemen to uh play football. Uh-huh. And uh they're gonna be recorded from a distance and we'll watch it remotely. But I've hired them and they will be playing on a screen. Oh man. Live. Oh man. For us. I got something to tell you. For us and us all along. I've coming from that, uh I was I've been watching this Netflix show. Something oh, yes. about like Earth, the human playground or something, and it's just people doing like weird crazy human tricks. Crazy human things. And one of them, which was debatable, but it was camel racing. <laughs> okay. In Dubai, like sure. Saudi uh, or Saudi Arabia. Is that in Dubai? Could be. Dubai is there. Uh, they race camels. Like the princes and the higher folks have these expensive camels that are like race millions of dollars. Right. And back in the before time, before human rights got involved in the on earth. Okay. These Saudis used to adopt children from the Philippines and raise them as camel racers and race because, you know, you, the less weight, the better. So you get an okay. eight-year-old who's trained his whole life to race on the back of camels. Oh, so they're racing at eight years old. At eight years old, they got, those are the jockeys. Whoa. And, you know, too many kids were dying from being trampled to death by uh, okay by camels. So now they have a robot that they strap on the back of these camels. <laughs> that looks like an eight-year-old Filipino child? It's, it's weighted to be about the same, and it's got like a motor that's hooked up to a walkie-talkie that hits a whip on the side of this camel. What in the world? So the race starts up. There's people. There's nobody in the stadiums. Before, like, before, you know, TV, all the princes and kings or whatever would go down there and watch this. Now they're at home. Because it's, it's hot? Because it's really hot. Okay. And it's just a stadium for racing camels. And now it's done by remote control. And people are not even watching it. They're just watching at home. Like we've hired these football players for the I, fo- I, I uh To offset the cost, I uh, let some people into the place where they're going to be playing. So. Yeah. See? It won't. Yeah. Yeah, you had to rent out the place. I had to rent the stadium. Sell tickets down to them. Uh, what's it called? Otzen? Yeah. Oh, no, wait. No, it's not. Not Otzen. This, uh... Okay. Well, that's, yeah. Man, man, I'm excited about, uh... I'm excited about this this whiskey tasting. Should be fun. I got, uh... I told... Last time I told everybody that I made friends with the guy that owned the liquor store. Oh, yeah? And... So I text him because he said, hey, just let me know when it's time for your next thing. Oh, because you told him that you do a whiskey. Didn't you invite him? I did. And so he may come. We'll see. Oh, cool. And I and I said, hey, I'm just looking to go pick something up. Um, I know you said you would uh, hook me up. I'm just wondering if that offer still stands or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, yeah, I got something for you. Um, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, I'll be right there. And, and he's texts back and forth a couple times. And he's like, you know, just 
just warning you, you know. It's just you're you're gonna bring something that nobody else is gonna bring, but it's gonna be a little spendy. I was like, okay, what am I getting myself into? Yeah, you just now the <laughs> now I'm worried. Now whiskey club is every three months, so you can save up for the bottle he's gonna provide for you. Save up for my five thousand dollar bottle now. <laughs> yep. Uh, so he set aside for me a bottle of Yellowstone whiskey from like the stuff that was it's, distilled in. It's it's from Kentucky. Oh, okay, the it's just called made, Yellowstone. It's not. Because when I was in the park four or five years ago, they had a Yellowstone whiskey that was probably made specifically. I wonder if it's the same one that they sold in the park. Maybe it is. It's got to be the same one. Yeah. This is like a special edition, limited edition um, run. Mm -hmm. Like the... The fancy bottle that he saved for me. Uh, so hopefully it's awesome. I've, I've never had it. Um, but We'll find out if he's doing you a solid or tricking you into <laughs> buying some trash that he can't offload. No, no. We'll I mean, it's it's definitely a popular thing. Um, the, you know, that other guy that you were talking to, I was just speaking with David, and he said on the Whiskey Facebook group, one of the somebody was saying that they had a couple of bottles of this at another liquor store like mm. hey it's over here go get it you know so it is hard to get apparently last time i was at a liquor store the shelves were much more full Did i mentioned this before oh they're back to full yeah we're we're at was, full okay full strength now. yeah because they were it was pretty sad for a while it was sad stores were bare hey man but now we're back i went up on the roof my son uh said hey my, my seven-year-old was like, let's go up on the roof. And I was like, it sounds good. And I went up there, and uh, since this is before around the house, I'm going to talk about last year's when I fixed the boot going up uh, from, like, the exhaust, the vent for my toilet. Okay. All clear, but I think some of the caulking's come off, so i got to get up there with some caulking. It's just nice to walk up on your roof every now and again, take a look around, see if anything's leaking, looking good. All right. That's all I had to say. And nice view from up there. Excellent. I scared the neighbors because they're like, why is that seven-year-old up on the roof? Like, Mind your own business. <laughs> Nobody asked you. Nobody asked you. <laughs> Get out of here. Scram. So I was thinking, uh, I, I, I do this every once in a while where I think about wanting to do something and then i don't do it but i research it a lot okay what do you I'm got doing it again with with batteries it's happening again i'm not i'm probably not doing this but i'm still thinking about it one of these here's the thing dan you think and then you stop thinking about it and then you come back to it a couple of years later and then you don't do it and then maybe a few years from now you'll finally pull the trigger Every time you wait a year or two, though, it becomes so much more awesome. Mm -hmm. So, like, I was looking at this a year ago, thinking about building one, and now it's cheaper and better Okay, to do the thing. Like, you have one of these. That uh, about two years ago. That's, like, whatever, the Jackery, which is, like, one of the main name brands. 
battery pack for going sell. out into the woods and having be able to plug stuff in. Yeah, they call them, what do they call them, like solar generators, whatever. Yep. It's just a battery. Come on. It's a battery that you can hook a solar panel up to. You can, yeah, and generate power. And charge it up a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> and I was telling you maybe for your new, this new cabin that you're going to be working on a lot, that you might want to get a bigger one. Mm-hmm. Or a different setup or whatever, but um, but I'm looking at putting. I was looking at that fancier battery that I was telling you you should think about getting, even just temporarily to use while you're getting everything going in there. Mm-hmm. That's a thousand bucks, and I'm thinking, man, I wonder if I could make my own for much cheaper. Yeah. So, <laughs> what I came up with was like, instead of a thousand dollars, it's it's only $800. Okay. But that doesn't include all the extra bits and bobs. That's just like the three biggest parts. And then you got to wire it all together and make it work. Wire it all up. Probably needs some extra bits. And bobs. And bobs. And a box. Who to knows go in. how much those bobs cost? Bobs are expensive. Bits? Yeah. Bits are cheap. Relatively. Bobs, expensive. Yeah. But now they make these... Uh, so... I'm I'm only looking lithium, lithium iron phosphate, right? Mm-hmm. Is that the good technology now it's for that, batteries? That's that good one that that lasts for a, a long, long, long time. Uh huh. And they make them now that are that kind of look like a car battery. They're all pre-made, done up. They used to be just be cells that you'd buy and you'd kind of put them together and make your own. It would be like you're buying one. And you need four of these cells. One little C battery. People, anybody use those? They're about that big, or they're like fat AAA batteries. No, AA batteries. These look like a a book. They're they are a rectangle. Oh, these batteries are the cells. Okay. So you, four of these cells make something about the size of a car battery. Oh, and nice. And then when you you know when you put it in a box and it, you need a a battery management system. We call those BMSs. Oh, you you in the trades? Yeah, in the trades. We call it a BMS. And because otherwise the individual cells won't get charged right and it'll throw it all out of whack. Mm. You need to make sure that they're all even, that you're not drawing one more than the others. or So it lasts longer. So you have this BMS and then it keeps it from, you know, sending out too much power or getting charged too fast or blowing up or whatever. Mm-hmm. So these boxes have all that stuff already ready to go, built in. And it's just got two terminals, just like a car battery. But it's, like, actually smart. Some of them even have, like, Bluetooth that you can hook up to. For To what? see all the statistics. Oh, cool. And so I was just, I was looking. I was like, I could get a couple of those batteries. And there was, like, some good deal going on that I almost did the thing where I could get two of those for 600 bucks and then get an inverter and i was like all right with these three things i'll have five times as much power as that jackery that brooks bought yeah five times five times more capacity i thought it wow because those batteries are each 1280 watt hours so that's like 2,500 watt hours compared to that one's about 500. Yeah. 
Wow. It's so And I think I paid like 500 bucks for that thing. Yeah, but yours does all the things, right? And I, I have just to, had to buy it in a box. And yeah. It's got a handle on it. I got to buy my own inverter so I can plug things in and wire it all up mm-hmm. and make sure I put... Apparently, you need fuses. I don't know. Would uh, would this be something that later on down the road, like let's say you get two now of the batteries, okay. can you add two more or six more and tie them all together through that same inverter and loop-de-loo, now you got one that's 20 times as big as mine and can power your house for a day fully? Yes, and I was thinking about this. I was like, okay, but I don't want to do that because each one of those batteries that I was going to get two of Mm -hmm. is 24 pounds. So two of them plus some extra bits, that's like 50, 60 pounds Mm -hmm. already. So that's okay. That's an acceptable amount of weight to carry around and move. But you add two more batteries, now you're over 100 pounds. Yeah. And that's unacceptable range. Well, if you just don't ever move them. Yeah, for for something that's stationary. Like if I was just going to permanently install it in a car, mm-hmm. that would probably be fine. But what I was thinking is, like these batteries, like the one that you have, some of the companies that sell them, they sell the normal battery and then they sell the expansion batteries and you plug them together somehow. Mm. So it's just a battery and then the plugs to hook it up to the other one. So I was like, I could just make another box with two more batteries and just plug it right in. Yeah. I think. Probably be easy. Maybe. There's there's no electronics involved that's hard, right? Uh, you fry your 12 thing. volts. Well, maybe. Who knows? I don't, I don't quite know how it works. Well, with all the research you've done, you'll get there, man. And I think you'll be talking about it soon. It's one of those things where I think you actually have to do it before you understand how it works. You never know how to fully build a house, John, uh, Dan. Uh, uh, you'll never know, <laughs> Dan. <laughs> never know. How you, you never know how you fully build a house. <laughs> until you do it. Dan, until you built a house. You never know, man. Time is it, Brooks? Time is it? Hey, you know what it's time for? No. And pretty soon you'll get that done, man. And I'm telling you, you'll be talking about it on a little thing we like to call Around the House, 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 What's happening, Dan? So I've just been thinking about doing things around the house, not actually doing Okay. I mean, there's that. Have you been around your house thinking about Like walking around? Yeah, walking around, looking at things. around the house. Well, I did two things. Did I talk about this last week uh, that I was going to do it? Talked about it two weeks ago, maybe. Last week. So uh, about a year ago, I got this cool little pooper scooper for my backyard because I got a dog that poops back there. Yep. And, you know, we've lived here for 11 years at the time, and I got tired of putting my dog's poop in a bag, then taking that bag full of poop to the garbage can, which is out front. Yeah. So then I got this little du- this poop dustpan, a little rake for raking poop onto a dustpan. Oh, yeah. Everybody's got one or two of those. Poop pan. And then I would like, okay, I don't want to go inside and get this bag. So then I just started carrying that poop and just putting it in the corner of the yard. Farthest corner. Farthest corner. Kind of like 
We got a, like a hole in the fence. I'm kind of just throw it pu- through. pushing it, like dumping it into that hole in the fence. Is like no man's land. I got an apartment next door. Yeah. Nobody goes back there. It's like in the corner. And uh, that was fine for the past six months. Poop's just been gathering there. But I noticed after a couple of fresh poops, and the, it was a warm day, I was standing over in that corner. I was like, it really smells over here. Poopy. It kind of smells like dog poop over here. And then I look over at the apartment, and there's like an open window because it's <laughs> yeah. 90 and they don't have air conditioning. And I'm like, oh, man, this is kind of a jerk move. So you got a fan and blew it up towards the window? <laughs> it's kind of a jerk move. So you couldn't have smell it anymore? Your bedroom smells like dog poop. And uh, so, but I heard about this thing years ago, and Facebook has been suggesting it to me on Amazon. It's called a dog, a doggy dooley. Doggy dooley. I don't know what that means. But okay. They've been making them since 1962. 62. It is, let's say, it's pretty much a five-gallon bucket. Flip that five-gallon bucket upside down, and then there's like a hatch on the top. Okay. So you dig your hole in the ground. It said four feet, but the pile of poop next to the fence that I've been dumping in for the past six months is not that much poop. It, like, shrinks down, shrivels up pretty good. Yeah. So I was like, okay, two and a half feet, the ground started getting hot. I mean, hard because it's been so hot. And uh, I imagine my dog will be crossing that rainbow bridge before I fill up this hole. So you take that, you dig the hole, put that five-gallon bucket in there, and then fill up around so only the hatch is showing. Nice. So I pick up my dog poop with that rake, and then I walk over, lift up the hatch. Manually? Toss it in there. I have a stick next to it that I've been using. Gross. What you need to do? The foot pedal, I dug the hole a little bit too big, and then it started going too low in the ground so i had to wedge some rocks over there so oh it has a foot pedal it's got one that you can push on but i'm waiting for the dirt around it to harden and before i really put some weight to oh i pop up that lid i got you i'm worried it's going to collapse into the hole you don't you don't want to just push on it and then fall into a hole with dog poop and it can't it comes with uh these pellets these like supposed to be like bacteria eating something to eat up the poop down in there and you're supposed to spray it with the hose okay like fill up the hole with water and then put these pellets in weekly week whoa this is sounds like a lot of work but i'm not gonna do that just put it in the hole i mean it only came with 10 pellets and now it wants me to get on a monthly plan for poop pellets or go buy like a bag of 300 of them do you think there's people that have been on a mailer since the 60s when this thing was created there's still or back then in the 60s they bought like a ton of whatever these pellets are an entire pallet a pallet of them and they've just been slowly working through Mm-hmm. but maybe it's like so awesome with those pellets that it just never fills in maybe it just like turns into earth well i'm sure it makes it not smell right no I imagine the lid's closed. If the lid's closed, it's, it's not okay. going to smell. I see. Who knows? But I did that. Mission accomplished. And uh, yeah, man. Feel successful. Next week's a big week. 
I'm finally doing it. I'm doing that that garage. Oh, roofing the garage. Are you, did you get the metal roofing? I got a quote for the metal roofing today. Not as bad as I was thinking. Well, it's not very big, so. It's only uh, going to be 11 feet long, these uh, pieces of metal roofing that are 16, 16 inches wide. Okay. 11 feet long, and they snap to, like you. You play it, place them down, screw it, and then you snap a new piece so all the screws get covered. Oh, okay, yeah. It's like hidden screws or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think 18 and a half feet is how long my the garage hole is. Right. So I, I called up a metal roofing company, and they did all the... Like you just tell them what like what you're doing, and then since it's a company, they say, okay, you're gonna need this flashing up top. You're gonna need these flashings down the side. We got the felt that you lay underneath it. Mm-hmm. All the screws that match the same color, but of, they're covered. Well, yeah, maybe maybe they're not matched. Okay, it was some other screws that I had that matched from metal roofing before. Hmm. Okay, yeah, these are probably covered. <laughs> might be matching covered. I'm going with a white roof. Okay. And as I was talking to the guy, the salesman over the phone, I'm like, he's like, oh, uh, well, since you're only doing this, maybe you don't need the lock together roofing. Like there's another, it's three feet wide. It's more corrugated. It might be better for what you got going here. And I said, well, I'm planning on doing my whole house in a couple in a year or two. And yeah, I want yeah. it to all match. So if this works, you might have a bigger payout in your future, sir. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man, I'm hoping this goes well. Eight hundred bucks for all the metal roofing and all the felt and all the siding flashing. Yeah. So for your whole house, it would only be like four six thousand dollars. Four thousand? I I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Plus all the plywood. So hopefully when I do the rest of my house, I'm going to, you know, the economy crashes and nobody's buying plywood and it's only $8 a sheet. Well, do you need new plywood on your whole roof? Yeah, probably. Okay, yeah. It's probably, I mean, if you're ripping it down to that, Mm -hmm. probably just replace it anyway. Well, Dan, that's it. All right. Is that all? Is that all? All we got? That's it. I think everybody should get themselves, just like Andy had, uh, a nice bottle of some kind of whiskey. And uh, celebrate with us this weekend, even if you can't be there in person. We're going to be hanging out on Saturday. Try some whiskey. We'll see you all next time. After work.